Welcome to Theology Pubcast, a podcast where we don't claim to be right, we just claim to be wrestling. Do you want to tell everybody just a little bit about like you and sort of your quick background and your, you know, your name? And... Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that might help. Um, so my name is Mark Holden and uh, I was a pastor's kid, uh, grew up a Christian, um, but he died when I was young, left with a single mom and two siblings, mm. and I had the freedom to figure out whether I believed in this thing called God or not. Right. And I even just because my dad was you know, a principal of a Christian school and an associate pastor at a um, very old school type of church, Baptist, almost Baptist type setting. Um, it didn't have an influence over me because my life wasn't focused on that. My mom's focus was keeping three kids fed, healthy, and educated. Wow. And so even though a lot of people could say, well, you've been a Christian your whole life and you came from a Christian household, you're just a product of your parents influencing. And it's like, well, sure. Anyone can say that. An atheist can say that even. Um, right. But um, I definitely had the freedom. You know, it's kind of like the Southwest commercials. Like the, you have the freedom to move about, the, you know, the country or whatever. And I yeah, feel man. Sort of the same thing. I, I had freedom to move about my, my faith. And um, I have way too many things that have pointed to me that God is real and God is there as my father, even though my earthly one wasn't Mm -hmm. able to be here. So I think that's kind of where my history on all of this is. Thanks, man. I don't think I knew some of that. I think I did, but (laughs) I often forget. Well, my name is Adam Narlock, and um, I also was raised in a really fundamentalist uh, Christian home. Um, My parents are very active in church, found out later on in my life that the reason they were so kind of fundamentalist and in a lot of ways controlling was because they were really looking at the faith initially as something that was kind of saving their marriage. And that creates a lot of fear and a lot of control. And God, they were amazing parents. And uh, I, I had a great upbringing. I'd do it all over again. But uh, my taste for the church and God was really nothing more than you need to learn the right things to say and learn the right things to do and learn the right things to not do. And yeah, hope, I think really hard that that's enough and definitely didn't feel a lot of peace about that. But um, started just exploring when I left home, went to college, started getting a taste for the world, a taste for myself, a taste of sin, a taste of Um, different philosophies and ideologies and starting to just kind of realize like, man, how much of this do I really buy? And by God's grace, I think I read a lot of uh, really intelligent authors, uh, apologists like C.S. Lewis and Francis Schaeffer and Ravi Zacharias. And these guys gave me a real bedrock to start to learn to ask questions and wrestle and struggle. Um, But it it wasn't really reflective in my real life. Um, until later. And later on in my life, it, it became something that uh, I started to believe very, very deeply. And 
ended up going through, you know, seminary training program and getting ordained and becoming a teaching pastor and um, really just long to just engage people in conversation. I just long to have more conversations. I'm not done learning. I'm not done asking questions. Sometimes I feel like I just started and I'm more unlearning a lot of the stuff that I learned early on in childhood that I now feel like I have the grace and permission and uh, experience to not move past, but move further into in some ways and ask more questions and not be so scared and really excited about just inviting people into that kind of wide open space, that vastness, that safe place where people can talk, explore, wrestle, and not feel condemned by that. And that's why I love having a beer and sitting in a bar and talking to people about their soul and the divine and transcendence and life. And yeah, it's hard and it's gritty and it's bloody and it's horrible sometimes, but there's something holding all this together. And what is that? And how do we even talk about it? And Mm -hmm. there's nothing I'd rather spend my time doing. So that's kind of me, and I'm excited to see where this thing goes. It, it should be fun. I hope that people feel invited mm-hmm. to this kind of conversation that they get to eavesdrop on and listen to. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And How did this start, man? How did the, Do you remember? I know you approached me. Yeah? Saying you wanted to do a podcast. I approached you longingly. Mm-hmm. I said, Mark. And then I remember thinking, you're literally the third person to ask me about doing a podcast. It's blowing within up. a week blowing up within a week so much fun uh but when you introduced me to the idea yeah yeah what were your initial thoughts when i like i don't think i ever asked you like what do you think about this okay well it goes kind of to the point of the word theology actually okay because you had brought that up you yeah. had said the word right that big hairy <laughs> scary mysterious word yeah. so i think for me it was um, I was apprehensive because uh-huh. um, when it comes to that, I am not. Um, it's not my. It's, it, it's not my. It's not me. Theology, you know. When I would go to small groups and stuff, and there would be people who would speak theology in the small group, um, I always looked at it like it was a, a science, right? Mm. It's and almost it's, like something you need to apologize for a little bit. Yeah, well, I think. I mean. Well, it's weird because when you start talking about a, a science within something that people say you can't have science on, <laughs> you know, transcendence, the divine, right, the and eternal, so the infinite, that automatically is immeasurable thought of I think apology, um, right. But as far as something academic goes, that's what kind of makes me go like I like kind of roll my eyes like uh, all right, like you know, but. I think what came with that is I think about the, the, the philosophers. I think about mm-hmm. stuff like that. When I sure. And what they would do. I mean, when you think about philosophers and their philosophy and how they came up with philosophy, I feel like it was them sitting around talking mm-hmm. and ideas. trying to understand the world. Yeah. And I think when they would get together and they'd have conversations, that's what they would take out of it. Yeah. And they'd say, this is my philosophy, and, and right. that's where these things would come from. And so when I hear of theology, I think of it as kind of like, you know, the science of religion, mm-hmm. you know. or right. And, you know, religion's always, for me, her- carried like a, a negative 
connotation. I think that's understandable, especially in this day and age. Yeah. And so... What does it mean? You know, it seems kind of empty. It seems very, like, behavior-oriented. Right. Yeah. You know... Religion. Yeah. I mean, it almost comes with, like... Um, it's like symbols that believe for you. Right. And a you system. You can kind of check out and... Yeah, exactly. A routine. Go ahead and keep oppressing people and <laughs> be a total dick. Right. Yeah. That's And so... I think that's what a lot of that carries in that word for me. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm always curious in it because mm. I have never looked at myself as a theologian. Mm. Do you now? I don't know yet. Hmm. Well, we're going to have to have a couple of beers <laughs> at some pubs and, right. and talk about this. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that, that would be my would it, be, would it make you uncomfortable to consider yourself uh, theological or a theologian? Is it, that does yeah? That make it might you... <laughs> it might it might make me something I like? You know, like right now I'm struggling with uh, uh, I am somehow becoming a hippie without even knowing it. What? You know, like, your, your beard is righteous, dude. Well, like, well, that, I don't yeah. know if that's a hippie beard, but <laughs> yeah, I know, I mean, right? it's a righteous beard. But like, you know, I'm realizing, you know, you know, not to get too personal, but you know, my my arms getting discolored from the deodorant. So I started making my own, my own deodorant. Yeah. I have a child and Nate, you're supposed to get the all, you know, the free and clear deodorant uh, detergent, which costs so much money. So I found an alternative where you can make your own detergent. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm starting to do these things and I'm like, I just said to my wife the other day, I'm like, I'm like becoming something I never wanted to become. You're Not like, what that is I was being anti hippie, but it was more like, I just don't want to be like, Oh, I'm trying to be all earthly and all organic. Yeah. And natural. <laughs> but then I realized that I'm like, it's, it's, it's proving better for my skin. It's proving better for my budget in some ways. Yeah, and, totally. Man. Like that. And so the idea I think of being theological is kind of almost feels for me, I, I would be hypocritical and being something I always was like, Ugh. Like I never thought I'd be like that. Yeah. I'm just real. Yeah. I'm just I just call it like I see. Right, it. right. I Everything's fluffy and yeah. dreamy, and I don't, I don't, I don't really... need to have a science behind it. Yeah, man, I get that. The interesting thing that you brought up that brought to my mind that you know I'm I'm the I'm the more nerdy one on this podcast. That's <laughs> you know I just can't. I can't shut my brain off. I'm constantly like, you know, picking up ideas and storing them and revisiting them later. But you were talking about how it kind of started like almost like philosophy. And I think that that's, that's one way of looking at it. I think that philosophy is in some ways even like a religion. Mm -hmm. In fact, if you even pull apart basic philosophical words like the word theory, theo, aurea, mm -hmm. it literally means to see God. Like a theory is like to see the divine. Mm. I mean, you just start there. It's like <laughs> seeing the world, seeing the universe seeing the divine, these are things that are part and parcel, I think, of being alive and being human. And when I think of theology, I don't think you need to understand church history and doctrine and dogma and have, you know, your systematic theology all sorted out. It's like, are you looking? Like, do you see the world? Does it matter to you? Do you have opinions about it? Does that intersect somehow with your soul and the divine and importance? And how does that play out in the way that your beliefs manifest in the world? Because saying you believe something is one thing. Mm. You want to know what somebody believes? Just look at their actions. Mm, yeah. That's all actions are manifested beliefs. And then there's this sort of intellectual ascent that we all play around with. And we're like, no, this is what I believe. No, it's not. Mm. What you do is what you really believe. 
And so I think it's really just important that we all see that theology is nothing more than pull that word apart and it's words about God. And I say God in this context, we're sitting here having some beers, talking about this kind of stuff. Let's let's leave out exactly what we mean by that and let's discover it mm. and wrestle with it and and engage with it because nobody's got that nailed down. Mm. Nobody's got it nailed down, man. And I've always been frightened by the people who think they do. <laughs> Dude, I don't get the people that think they do. And I think that like when you alluded to like, man, those people in like, you know, my Bible study or a small group or whatever that, you know, just start preaching and telling me how it is and all that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, you don't trust that person because that person's probably freaking mess. <laughs> right? It's like, I'm, lis- I'm going to listen to this guy. Look at you. Right. Like, what's wrong with you? Stop talking. Quit preaching. But like at the same time, you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. And what this situation is to me, what I love about this is I think you've heard me say it a million times, Mark. It's like I've got an allergy to small talk mm. at this point mm-hmm. in my life. I can't talk about football or Donald Trump or <laughs> just, you know, pithy comments about just little crap in life, you know, cons- movies and music. And it's like, yeah, okay, give me some opinion. I want to go deep, man. Like, go deep or go home. Like, let's anchor into something and wrestle with something that might actually matter and take us somewhere and tell us about ourselves and about the world we find ourselves in. And that's cool to me. And that's what pubs are for. Mm. That's what beer is for. And that's where theology, I think, has its place. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, doing a theology pubcast mm-hmm. just seems so appropriate to the world that we live in because it's like nobody knows how to talk about deep stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows how to, like, say, hey, here's something that I was handed in my tradition, and I honestly don't understand it at all. Like, mm-hmm. what do you guys think about this? Because I have a feeling it might be total yeah, BS. Yeah. I mean, and what's funny is the amount of different beliefs and thoughts that can come from literally like just one section of religion mm. i mean you don't even have to start talking about uh you know all the other religions right you can easily just stay in, just within christianity within christianity yeah. alone yeah. how many different theories and thoughts and stuff that there are when you meet different people from different backgrounds listen and it's insane and do you, you know go, approximately how many denominations there are in christianity right now man you know I would always say like five or six because you could like name off some of the big ones really fast. But there's probably like <laughs> so many. Mark, there are between 39 and 41,000 oh 41, denominations up. within Christianity that all claim to have the truth and that all claim to have the right tradition and the right perspective. And this is why people need to learn how to talk about it more because it's like, come on, man. <laughs> like, right. That's nuts. Right. We're not anywhere near on the same level. Yeah. Like, from each other. Everyone is like... Well, I believe all this, but not this. Well, I believe all this and not that. Right. And how you know, is there any unity in all that diversity? Well, is there any no, common ground? Why it shouldn't be a surprise that we come off like hypocrites. It shouldn't be a surprise Dude, that people, we are all hypocrites. I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But like, I mean, it's already that's a given. But it's that's just out there. I mean, in that sense, when you're looking at like, oh, you're a Christian, but you believe okay this. So you know, if I was a non-believer, I'd be like, so you're a Christian though, but you believe this, not what he believes. You know, right. it'd be like, ah. and then we're tempted right then and there to start putting people in tribes and drawing lines right. and saying you're in and you're out, and all that one belief is going to throw you off of eternal salvation. Or you know, what do you mean you don't believe in this, that, or whatever? It's like how can how can you even call yourself a Christian mm. when at the end of the day, like a little sermonette here. I really firmly believe that the only thing that makes anybody a Christian is God. Mm-hmm. Like God 
is the activator. Mm -hmm. God is the one that sends and calls and acts and talks and reveals and creates. And we can talk about it and experience it and like throw it around Mm and wrestle with it. I was going to say, I think that's what, you know, when you bring up a subject, subject like that, I can immediately think of subjects and topics that this show could explore. Yeah. You know, like one, I would love to explore, you know, just as an example is like, in that sense, then, you know, is Catholicism Christianity? Should oh, they man. be lumped in? That would be a topic. Isn't that nuts I, I mean, that we I, even need to ask I that? know, but that yeah. conversation, I think, is easily, uh, that's an episode in itself. Oh, yeah. You know, and then. And let's do that one, man. You know, and you're saying, like, let's the one thing that. we have in common is is God. But yet, some people would say, you know, that their belief is that, you know, God, uh, who God is or what God is. Right. That's a whole episode in itself. How do we define the undefinable? And let's call people in or out based on how we define the undefinable. (laughs) And we're going to make a a brand and a name and a denomination and an empire and an infrastructure. And we're going to say you're in and you're out and you're going to hell and you're going to heaven. And no, I don't know what that means. And it's like, whoa, man, there is a lot to. And I feel like nobody wants to touch it. Nobody wants to touch it with like a 10 foot pole. And I think. They're afraid to offend others. And if they're not afraid to offend others, they're afraid to be offended. Absolutely. You know, I mean, it's a, it, it is a what's in it for me type world that we're living in. I offend myself. <laughs> I'm offensive. Yeah. You're I, offensive. We don't agree on things. And that's what I was going to say. And that's going to be okay. At the end of the day, we're not going to agree. No. Uh, we're going to have a lot of differences. If, yeah. if you're saying that there's 39 to 41,000 different denominations. Isn't that insane? There's no way we should be able to sit down and agree on everything. It's impossible. Right. And so, because again, but I think theory, that's healthy. Theo, Aurea, your, your vision, yeah. your sight. And yeah. I think that there is an endlessly subjective component to this. And, yeah. you know, obviously I'm young. I'm like kind of quasi millennial, like postmodern. You know, I find myself in this place, not to throw around a bunch of jargon, but like, you know, is there an objective reality out there that we can get to and delineate and graph and plot and chart and describe? And I think we can try, mm-hmm. but I don't think we're ever going to be able to touch it with any any degree of accuracy. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, just like if you're at a wine tasting or a coffee tasting or, you know, whatever, it's a subjective exercise moving towards an objective reality that you'll probably never actually get to. But you get to talk about it, and right, you get to experience right. it. You get to let it roll around in your mouth and on your tongue, and you get to like see the reaction that, that like other people have mm-hmm. as you're engaging in something new and in something maybe volatile or beautiful. And there's just a lot of life in that for yeah. me. I mean, and there, it just goes perfectly with a pub. It goes perfectly with like having a beer and hoping people are eavesdropping. I think that's mm-hmm. one of my biggest like I hope people are eavesdropping on this right now it's kind of the point of like putting it on a podcast Mm -hmm. but like in the bars that we frequent in Columbus where we set up our little mics and start talking about the divine and our souls and what matters and practical issues like justice and oppression and could we make this world a better place by sitting around having a conversation about God in a local pub while drinking beer that's the experiment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and there's something about being in a pub that uh, it almost evokes an permission 
to disagree. Yeah. But without taking it. I mean, some people might want to take it outside. <laughs> right. Great. And that, and that's okay. <laughs> right. But I mean. Go but, fight club style. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, at a bar, it's always kind of, you can, you can talk, you can razz. Um, sure. You can have different opinions. Um, but at the end of the day, most of the time you walk out of there hugging that person. Yeah. And. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Either agreeing to disagree or agreeing. Yeah. And, you know, if you have those kinds of conversations in a church, I think people can be very offended quickly. Oh my gosh! If you man. have that yeah, conversation, it's like, don't, it, yeah, don't talk in the about living that. room with a yeah, coffee, people disagree. can be offended really yeah. quickly. But I feel like when you're in the bar, it's okay, right? We're we're, we're bringing it all to lay it down. There's something communal about right. it. There's something almost sacramental mm-hmm. about sharing a cup mm-hmm. and a table and some beer nuts or popcorn mm-hmm. or pizza or whatever, and opening up ideas in a safe place where you're supposed to disagree. Mm-hmm. There's something that I really value in like my grandparents' generation where like, you know, I remember my grandfather or, you know, people in his generation, there's even a coffee shop that I frequent quite a bit. There's this group of old people that'll like hang out and some of them are, uh, you know, like minor, like not minorities, but um, like, uh, different nationalities, like uh, some of them you can tell are like Italian mm-hmm. and there's like a, you know, some Russian ones that get together in this coffee shop and they argue, mm-hmm. they fight, mm-hmm. like they disagree and they meet every day. <laughs> they get together and they just talk about the town and they talk about life and they're like getting mad at each other and then they all hug and mm-hmm. leave and like, yeah, see, see you tomorrow? Yeah, see you tomorrow. Right. It's like, yes. Well, that's even how politics used to be. I mean, they used to disagree, but at the end of the day, they'd all go out and have drinks together. If this is important, you're damn right. We should freaking disagree. Right. We like, should disagree, but yes. we should also learn to Hug respect each other the other person and enjoy the person and, across absolutely. from us. And I think that I think when you combine these two worlds, right? So speaking about God openly, observingly, in a place where a pub is community. Mm-hmm. Public house, right? Yeah. That's what pub is. So I think when you put that together... That really does define what this show is going for. That's what I'm going for. Well, we're going to see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> see, definitely see how it goes. Yeah. Hopefully people want to... Come with us? Yeah. Have a drink with us? Yeah, buy us a drink. Buy us a drink. <laughs> 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 well, I was going to say that too, you know. When you're arguing with someone, but you go, hey, hold that point. Hey, you want another beer? It's yeah. on me. I'll yeah, get yeah, it yeah. for you. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Like, you might be round. arguing, but you're like, I'll get the next, yes. you know, the next round. That's important. There's something... That softens the blow a little bit. It should. You know? And uh, that's what I would love. You know? Even if you yes. listen to the show and you disagree, it, it'd be cool to have someone say, hey, I mean, uh, that's next drink's point. on me. I enjoy listening. That's the point, isn't it? Right. I mean, I just, I don't know how we all got off, so far off track and so certain mm. when I think the opposite of faith is certainty. Mm. <laughs> right. I mean, that's we, a good point. And we all got so certain all of a sudden and mm. we all get so easily offended when if you are just... Like what I like to see as somebody who's a Christian is a carrier of grace and peace. Mm. How are you so easily offended? Why mm. are you so easily offended? Why can't you swallow that and look at the person sitting in front of you and actually hear them and listen? And we've become consumers, you know, yeah. and I think we all don't want to have buyer's remorse. Yeah, that's a good point. And when you are a consumer of a faith, you don't want to be like, well, don't tell me it's wrong because I've just put, sunk a lot of time and money into this yeah. or something. You know, I don't want it's buyer's like, remorse oh, on it, and I think so, that's where so people. So that's are... your view of salvation. Right. Let's talk about that. Right. You know, 
It's like, oh, so you think you're saved by your beliefs. Right. Yeah. It's like a prescription. Yeah. Yeah. You better get it right. Yeah. Dot your I's, cross your T's. The Bible better be inerrant. May, better not have any mistakes. Otherwise, I'm going to hell along with everybody else. Yeah. Hmm. Let's <laughs> let's maybe talk about that. Let's pull that apart yeah. a little bit and wrestle with it. I just it. thought of three episodes as you right. said that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're going to be short on material. Right, right seriously. Yeah. All so, right, well, good. Yeah. Um, I think that segues really well into um, our first episode being about, you know, you said... You like having a beer. Yeah, I man. Think the, I think it makes sense to have the first that? episode. Can you do right, that? Be about drinking. Christians don't and drink. Christians. Yeah. So let's, let's just be a good segue of um, going from episode alert. zero spoiler to alert. the next episode of episode one. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, about sums it up, I think. But yeah. um, we appreciate you being on this journey with us. Yeah. Always feel free. Um, Whoever you are. Yeah. To contact us at theologypubcast at gmail.com. Um, send questions. Send questions, comments, concerns. What do you guys thoughts. want to talk about? Yeah. We what want... doesn't make sense? Yeah. What do you feel like you're not allowed to talk about in your church? What What are you struggling with? What do you doubt? What do you? Th- where do you feel like the, the ground beneath you is starting to crumble? You know, where is God most close? Where is he most distant? What do you do with the Bible? Like, what, what do you guys want to talk about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I look forward to it. Me too, man. All right. Have questions, comments, or topics for the show? Email us at theologypubcast at gmail.com. Want to support the show or buy us a drink? Head over to theologypubcast.com. Once you're there, click on the Buy Us a Drink tab and become a backer. While you're at our site, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud. We'll talk to you next month on Theology Pubcast. <laughs>